previously on the Jesus Tribe podcast. I think I was, I don't know if I was having a conversation or I was reading something or listening to something where someone was explaining this thing as if I was watching Hamlet or another Shakespeare Shakespeare play, I wouldn't expect to see Shakespeare in the movie because yeah. he exists outside of it, you know. So I think that was one analogy that, that made me understand perfectly what the uncaused was, was or would be. You know, but I find the logic of everything having to have a cause or something to have caused it to exist. Hello and welcome to the Jesus Tribe podcast. It's exciting to have you here. We're currently on a series titled Is Anyone Up There? where we answer questions regarding the existence of God. Is there a God? Does he exist? If he does, how does this affect me as a human being? Join us on this amazing journey as we search and try to make a case for and against the existence of God. It would only beg the question, like, also, oh, we're suggesting that there is a being that exists outside of those things. But if we're following the logic that says that every single thing has to have a cause, why wouldn't God have a cause, you know? Daniel, could you help me with that? Oh, sure. And um, I think that's this is a beautiful point to segue into... Um, the second part of, of of this conversation, which is the question that you should ask, or any right-thinking person should ask, if we're tracing back causes, and we say every parent, every child has parents, and so on and so forth, ultimately leads us to even the idea of a first cause, or whatever was responsible for the universe. Why doesn't that cause also have its own cause and so on and so forth and usually this is one of the biggest um, rebuttals you see when when we talk about the issue of an uncaused cause or if the law of first cause which is why doesn't this god or this creator being why doesn't he or it or whatever it is also have its own cause um and i think the the easiest way to, to think about this, to, the easiest way to think about this is the idea in which even if we, we, we agree, right, that this being has a cause, we could keep going on and saying, oh, so that being then has a cause, then that being also has a cause and so on and so forth. And we end up going on till infinity, which in itself is not logically conceptual there's no like you can't keep tracing down an infinite number of causes so therefore you'd get to a point where there exists a first cause to kickstart the entire process if that makes if that makes any sense and the idea there is that whether or not um there were an infinite or several causes even beyond the universe to get to the first cause or not the point is there logically has to be a first cause and it's that first cause we're arguing um arguing for a second argument funny enough um, that follows from that is okay let's grant the idea that there might be a first cause um why can't the universe be the first cause if you can agree that oh there there's some entity that we can say the reason for its existence lies in itself 
which is the whole idea of first cause or the idea of causality that nothing exists nothing that has come to exist exists of its own ability so if we can portray this property make an exception for just one cause why can't it be the universe and it's very simple the first reason is because like love was saying earlier even scientifically we've been able to know for sure that the universe did have a beginning so whether it's um whether it's a faith view whether it's a scientific view if you choose whatever which of these views you you want to um hold on to the universe did have a beginning and that in its own sense suggests that there was a point prior to that beginning where there was no universe where there was no space where there was no matter where there was no time property as we know it to be so the idea of the first cause can't be applied to the universe because we know for sure that it had a beginning i i, I hope that makes sense yeah it does but you know just a lot to wrap to wrap your hand your head around because i mean first of all you tell me that everything has to have a cause everything has to have come from something and then i follow the logic and i ask oh where if everything chases back to something then everything must chase back to something right so i'm trying to ask where does god come from and like oh logically speaking that doesn't ha- make so much sense because there has to have been a beginning point everything has to aside from somewhere right mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So make an exception that everything has to start from somewhere. But why can't I make that same exception with the universe? And I think you explained that. I'm just saying it's a lot to wrap your head around at once, you know. Oh yes, it definitely is. And love, I would like to hear um what you think about this as well. But for me, um I I I think two things help me or um help me try to um see this issue better and i would definitely agree to the fact that um there's little we might say here that would be perfectly satisfying for our minds to grasp the very idea of infinity is something that we can't even <laughs> think about not not to talk about infinite causes or things like that okay. but to be as objective as possible and um to be quite fair i think when i look at the arguments i i believe um the first cause argument points more to god than away from god i i think it provides a more um a more probable or a more plausible explanation so in my in my opinion i would, i think it it makes more sense right even though whichever view you take there are questions that need to be asked there are, there are things that would unsettle you but i think it makes more sense um to to think about the fact that if the universe did have a starting point then there must have been of necessity um a cause right an entity or something that caused that and whether or not we know if that being has a cause or you want to go through all those philosophical rabbit holes i think it it just makes more sense the idea in which there has to be a spaceless timeless um non physical right because it created the physical realm non physical being responsible for reality as we know it today so i think that the the idea that that all points to what we've come to call god 
it helps me sleep better at night than the the other side of the argument which is that oh everything appeared literally out of nothing without a cause i think that's even that's even more um what's the word it it requires a greater leap of faith to even accept that i don't know love what do you think what do you think about that you know um the final comment you made that it's even a greater leap of faith to believe that there was there, there is absolutely no, there was absolutely no you know first cause for the universe that we now see um i remember there was a statement that um someone i i, I follow and deeply respect said he says that we are all hanging in space <laughs> there is no god be afraid of, right so if you are able to believe that you know like we are all like we're literally hanging in space and if you are able, if you are comfortable believing that you know there is no there is nothing that holds the universe together you know it's just a thing of chance like you should be afraid because one day that chance is going to let off and you're going to i mean you fall down into the unknown so you should even live your life with much more fear than you you should live with if you know just like um knowing that yes there is there is a first cause there is a god there is an eternal being so it's it even puts us in a safer place to believe in the existence of one who created because at least if we know that there was indeed a creator then we will know that there is there is someone that is at, that is at least looking out for creation because if i am to birth yeah. something then there is a level of care for what i have birthed that i would have right so rather than us just you know existing hanging in thin air just the effect of maybe <laughs> some stones that rubbed against each other or something like that and so i think that i mean like daniel said it takes a greater leap of faith for you to believe that the universe started out of nothing still exists out of nothing and is sustained by nothing than for you to believe that there is there was indeed a first cause to the universe who is an eternal being that still exists until now and who still sustains the universe and then just like thinking of the question of um basically if we if we say that everything has a cause and then we then say that you know this being that we call god was the first cause of the universe then who caused god and then um there was some article that i read at some point and it was and i hope that this does more to explain than to confuse and um it talked about something called something called a category fallacy where we are asking the wrong questions about like we're ascribing the wrong features to the wrong things so for instance i say um what does maybe like what does the what does the smell of a rose taste like right because i can't taste the smell of something or if i say that like how many how many meters long is the smell of maybe is the smell of um stew or something that you know i cannot measure the smell of something right i cannot taste i cannot taste something that i can't even put in my mouth so we are ascribing the wrong features to the wrong things right and then I think that it's very important if we're going to ask questions, if we're going to probe the first cause of God, then it's important that we at least have some form of, some form of, um, what's the word? That word that starts with C, that means when we, some form of, uh, <laughs> I forget fine. what the word is. Consensus. Okay. <laughs> yes, the word is consensus. But yes, um, so we must have a form of consensus on the concept of God. 
and in many um many religions many monotheistic religions at least we have agreed that god is a is a necessary being so if god is a necessary being then it is it is in fact basically a wrong question to ask that it's a pointless mistake it's a pointless question to ask that who or what caused god right because if we have if we have understood god to be a necessary being then it already cancels out that question of who caused him and i hope that that makes some form of sense right because then we are ascribing the wrong feature to the wrong thing because if we have defined god to be necessary then his existence is not contingent on anything else but the existence of all things is consistent is is contingent on his existence because he's in fact the necessary that then leads to every other effect it adds up in lots it was beautifully said and i think it puts things into perspective so if you have the question like i had earlier asking about okay so why do we give the exception to the universe but not to god i think what everything love said now just put things into perspective about ascribing you know or asking the wrong questions of you know a particular thing it makes so much sense daniel what do you think i i really think it, it really does it's it's um it's like love said it's a it's very easy to get tripped up in your mind when it comes to um, questions or concepts like this. Um, but the guideline is to keep an open mind, to be objective and to be willing to ask those difficult questions. And I'm so glad um, Love could join us today to really um, shed light, not only in the article um, that she wrote, but also even in um, this podcast today. I, I love the 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 idea of a necessary cause to exist that she presented and i think it's really a good way to to think about the whole thing thank you so much daniel thank you so much love you really did a great deal on this episode in shedding lights because there's a lot of confusion in this area and i'm pretty sure it's a lot Thank you so much, guys. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments or shoot us an email or send us a DM. We're always willing to explore and answer your questions with you. See you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Tribe podcast. We are an organization aimed at presenting the gospel of Christ in its simplicity to everyone everywhere. If this podcast has stirred up any questions, please feel free to mail us at tribejesus at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Jesus Tribe to stay up to date with our other activities and content. Till next time.